You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. We are stable geniuses here on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network because we know the national anthem. I got my man, Chris Bavona, the manimal, down there in the fantasy pit of misery on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. I got my big boy, Danny, down there as well, working on the YouTube stream so you can come inside to studio. 34. We'll be engaging you in the chat as well. Got a good show for you on a Tuesday. Big shout out if you're listening on iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio or the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Let me tell you something. We talked about the national championship game yesterday going into it. And I said that style makes fight. Well, uh... Nick Saban decided to change the style at halftime. He heard what I had to say and absolutely changed up the style, and that changed up the fight. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. We are also, you know, when I was away in Asia... All this news came out about acrimony at the top of the New England Patriots as it related to Kraft, Belichick, and Brady. Haven't had a chance to give you my take on that, so that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit later on as well. That is the subject of our poll question on Twitter. You can always check me out on Twitter. Follow me at Spittin' Speeds if you want to get down and uh, be part of the hashtag stats over beat cipher. The poll question is, will, Biff, will both Bill and Tom be with the Patriots next year? Is it only if they win the Super Bowl? Is it that one of them is going to go, Bill will go, Tom will go? Or is this a whole lot of nothing when it comes to the acrimony at the top of the New England Patriots? Also, Start chatting about it if you want on the YouTube chat, okay? My boy Danny is going to be able to tell us what we're saying. I want to get your perspective. You're going to get my perspective on this as well during the show here on the Fantasy Freestyle today. And also, listen, later on when we put the fun in functional sports radio We have to start once again talking about someone who Steve Kerr is not happy is getting the coverage that he is. That, of course, is LeVar Ball and the Big Baller brand, whether it is in Los Angeles or Lithuania. We're going to be talking about it. If you want to get down and talk with your boy, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, the number to call is 844-843-6879. You could get down with the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher. We're also going to give you some news and notes to get you ready for the divisional weekend of the NFL. I call it the best weekend in all of football. Later on in the week, we're going to give you my picks, the DFS picks. We may even get to some kids' picks as well. And then we'll also talk a little bit about that bombshell out there in Oakland as the Raiders introduce their new head coach. And it is Chucky, John Gruden, all that and more. When we come back to full show, Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go. 
The Sharpest Fantasy Sports Minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com slash radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, the stable genius, is in the building right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The building being Studio 34, Rock and Riley's. Let me tell you something. Last month, Rock and Riley's had basically a different holiday party every night. It really seems, Bavona, like uh, people are taking their New Year's resolutions seriously, maybe trying to keep the pounds of those uh, beer calories off it's uh less less uh less folks at rock and riley's right after the holidays i think people are uh, done with partying they're like refocused on their new uh beginning of year goals what do you think about that bavona to quote uh to quote austin powers specifically frau the lies are lies yeah, i, I guarantee know. that they just they're just trying to save money from all the drinking and all the partying Maybe. that they've done and they're doing their partying at home now well listen i'm going to tell you something if you, you if you want to earn money you need to listen to our uh show dfs lineup lock 6 to 7 p.m eastern time monday through friday it's me and my man the tony Sincata. tony Sincata was relatively confident about his lineup uh tonight in the nba there's four games and the first game doesn't tip until 7 30 so i recommend if you want something check out tony Sincata's lineup tonight for DraftKings. he uh maybe you need to win a little bit of cash but let's keep it moving here on fantasy freestyle and give you the news and notes from around the NFL today. The headline event was really the press conference that they had out there in the Bay Area to introduce new Raiders head coach John Gruden. And, uh, you know, we reported this before that he signed a 10-year over $100 million contract to be the head coach of the Raiders as they transition from Oakland into Las Vegas. And I saw some of this press conference. Let me tell you something. His uh, passion... His enthusiasm is absolutely infectious. If you want someone who's like a player's coach that will run through the wall for someone, then this was a great hire to have the face of your organization as you change. You know, they talked about the FFCA, the Fired Football Coaches Association, how he's real. He's still scouting players, how he's still building plays and playbooks, how he's working for ESPN, you know, in the draft, how he got to see every facility, saw every offensive and defensive scheme in the league. I actually buy that him being a broadcaster helped him, you know, kind of scout everybody and learn not just one philosophy, one style. So I like that. I thought here's some interesting takeaways from the press conference. He's never met Marshawn Lynch. And he said he was intrigued by Marshawn. You know, he'll have to sit down and talk with him about how he fits into the offense. Keep an eye on this because maybe he doesn't fit into the new offense that they're going to want to put in there. He did say, though, he shared his love for Oakland and his love for the franchise. So he'd be interested to get in a room and finally meet him. He said he loved where his young quarterback, Derek Carr, was. Okay. He said he's as skilled as anybody throwing the ball, loves that he's entering his prime, said he probably had a down year because 
of the back injury, which is valid in my opinion. I thought what was interesting, though, he really didn't have any answer for one reporter who asked about um, potential kneeling controversy as it related to the Oakland Raiders. He was pretty much just all football. You know, he was like, I still have to look into that. Remember, there were reports that there was unrest in the Raiders' locker room because of the kneeling protest. Ironically, though, he also did not have an answer when it came to, like, the Raiders moving to Vegas, which is something if you signed a 10-year deal, you got to realize, right? Um, he said he's just focused on like the black hole and fans in Oakland for the next two years. He, he, he had a throwaway line kind of. He didn't know if he'd be alive in 10 years. So he doesn't know if this full contract's going to happen. He's really focused on trying to maximize the last two years in Oakland. I think he's going to do a good job. I think, remember, and I'm going to do this tomorrow. On tomorrow's Fantasy Freestyle, I'm going to kind of rank all of the jobs that you had that are out there in the NFL and which I think are the best ones and which I think are the kind of like the bottom of the barrel. And to be quite honest, I'm going to include the job of the Raiders and the job of the Bears that got hired with Nagy going over there. And, and the first thing you look at is the quarterback that you're inheriting, you know, and, and in this job, you have Derek Carr, who's entering his prime, who can sling the rock, who's already locked up contractually, so you know you're going to have him, and I think that that is what makes this Oakland Raiders job one of the most attractive. The other things you look at, in my opinion, are the division you're competing in, the stability of ownership, you know, um, if you wear your cap situation and your draft situation to be able to kind of uh, fill up the cupboard. But we'll talk about that tomorrow as I rank the head coaching vacancies in the NFL. Also, listen, we do have games to play this weekend, and so there are some practice reports that are interesting. Chris Hogan, back at practice on a limited basis for the Patriots. He's expected to be back after a shoulder injury. Remember, he's been dealing with that all season. James White, also back with a limited practice, coming back from an ankle injury. But here's the big one for me. Rex Burkhead back at practice for the Patriots coming back from a knee injury. I think that severely compromises the DFS value of a guy like Dion Lewis let's say because if Burkhead is back I think he will in fact get a lot of opportunity for the Patriots as they take on the Titans. In that game DeMarco Murray likely to not go. He missed practice today for the Tennessee Titans. The Carolina Panthers have fired their offensive coordinator Mike Shula. Listen their run game if you take away Cam Newton was literally last in the NFL. So I understand that. Okay, so that's going to be interesting, whoever goes there. But I think they still need a, uh, a wideout one, a true number one wide receiver. I don't know that Funchess is that. But remember, there are guys out there. I mean, what about Allen Robinson? That one might be nice with Cam Newton, right? What about Josh Gordon? Might be nice for Cam Newton. So we'll see about that. All right, here's the other thing I want to talk about here in this segment. Listen, that national championship game, I, t- I talked about it at the beginning of the show. Remember how I said last night when I thought that Alabama would win the game? Alabama did, in fact, win the game. Um, I did think they were going to cover the point spread. The point spread was four, so that did not happen, unfortunately. But I did have Alabama winning their fifth national title in nine years under Nick Saban, which is absolutely ridiculous. I was a big fan. I said style makes fight. And in the style of fight that was happening in the first half, Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide realized that they were not winning the fight. So they changed the style, and they changed, and they went to the freshman quarterback, Tua. I'm not going to try to pronounce and butcher his last name. You know who I'm talking about. They put in Tua in favor of Jalen Hurts. Saban even said it after the game, said he felt like he needed to throw the ball a little bit more and that Tua would throw the ball better. Um, 
that's what happened. The kid made some great throws. The zip on his throw was ridiculous. He scrambled out of trouble a couple of times and really led that team to victory. But what I thought was an interesting part of this game was the amount of freshmen that were on the field for both sides making plays, not only to a Georgia quarterback from some of these running backs, Harris on one side, Swift on the other, some wide receivers. There were defensive linemen. And it reminds me of how, like, the cupboard is never bare at these places. And I don't understand, like, and the funny part with Georgia, for example, they had another kid, Eason, who was their starting quarterback. He went down in the first game, and then they bring in Fromm. And they have the number one recruit in all the country at quarterback going to Georgia. Like, what, 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 is, like, what is this? If you're the blue star recruit, do you like prefer to maybe be the backup at Alabama or at Georgia for two or three years? Why not go to another squad where you could start right away? Like a Power 5 squad that you could start right away. I just don't necessarily get it. What is it? Is it the exposure you get? You know, for being with these big teams on TV, the national press, is that it? Is it, is it the facilities down there in the SEC with LSU or Alabama? Is it the coaching you get with Nick Saban? Like, put, put yourself in the mind of this kid. You know, Tua, let's say, who's coming there and he knows he's got, you know, a championship quarterback in front of him. Like, what, what is it that makes you go there anyway? Is it you think the one year of exposure, the chance you get is enough to go to the NFL? Like, or is it that you appreciate that you're going to be against NFL competition in practice? You know, like the kind of iron sharpens iron kind of idea. What is it? That makes them be able to backlog this talent. And then here's my other question. If you can backlog this talent at defensive line, at cornerback, at running back, at wideout, at quarterback, why can't Nick Saban go and get a kicker that can be rock solid? This kid Papadopoulos or Papakustis, whatever his name was, missing not one but two and shanking them, pulling them wide right. He had the yips like his name was Blake Bortles. Let me tell you something about that, okay? So I don't understand this. There was so much NFL talent on that field. It was a great game, and kudos to Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Maybe they can now go play my guys, the University of Central Florida, the undefeated Golden Knights, who, in my opinion, deserve a share of the national title, and if this was 25 years ago, it would happen just like that, but congratulations to the Alabama Crimson Tide, who win the national championship in overtime over Georgia in Atlanta, 26-23. Maybe you'll take 24-48 hours of break and then hit that recruiting trail again to restock the cupboard like it looks like they always do. But I got to get into that. Like, Danny, later on, we got to go on the chat and we got to find out, like, why, if you were like this, you know, big-time recruit, why go there to sit behind kids for, you know, three years and then maybe get a chance. Is it the exposure? Is it the coaching, the facilities, the competition? What is it? I want to hear about it in the YouTube chat. When we come back, I took you my take on the Patriots drama. It's the fantasy freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
My man Chris Bavona bringing us a little drag on as we come back on Fantasy Freestyle dropping Stats Over Beats. You know what it is with the hashtag Stats Over Beats Cypher. We keeping it so hot that we sweat steam blowing up like a Samsung 7. It is the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, yo, um, when I was away in Asia, this news broke. About uh, the drama with the Patriots, right? You know, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. And there's, listen, I was early with it, though. I was giving you guys this insight a couple of weeks ago. Remember, if you remember, and Bavona, I know you do, because I know you keep tabs on everything the Stats Over Beat Cypher discusses. And I told you guys that there was some drama around this guy, Alex Guerrero. That was uh, Brady's personal trainer. He was on the sidelines. He was on the team plane. He had an office at the facility. And Belichick. Check re- re- revoked some of his privileges. If you remember, that was like a couple of weeks ago. I reported that, and I said that there was a little bit of drama there between Bill Belichick with the medical staff, and so that was the first crack. And I told you, I don't like this with teams. When teams that have been together for so long, I said the same thing with uh, Bobby Wagner and Earl Thomas going back and forth in social media. That really is what it starts to signal the fall of Rome. These guys have been together for 15, 20 years, something like that. Okay, and they've done a lot of winning. Okay, but I think here's here's, here's my take on it. And I, you know, I I know all the inside. I I read the article. I know all the details. Um... I think that Bill Belichick was planning for the future without Tom Brady, okay? Um, And I think he's done that before. And I think Bill Belichick has always been a year early moving on from you rather than a a year late. And he's done that with everybody from Teddy Bruschi to linemen to, you know, even stalwarts of the organization, and I think Tom Brady thought that the time was coming for him. And I thought that, uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo was a threat, in essence. Jimmy Garoppolo was a threat. One of the most interesting details I found in the article was that Jimmy Garoppolo actually was refused treatment at TB12. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo is the threat. Jimmy Garoppolo is public enemy number one. That's why this whole thing not only was with the Alex Guerrero and who he's training piece, but also this idea of how they had to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Bill Belichick wanted to keep Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, but um, Robert Kraft got wind of it. Maybe the way Robert Kraft got wind of it was because, I don't know if you guys know this, but Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo have the same agent. Okay, so if one of them is talking about personnel moves and one of them is thinking about, you know, the future, then the other one knows as well. Okay, so maybe Brady went up the back stairs to Robert Kraft and said, you need to put your finger on the thumb on this and you need to get uh, Jimmy, Jimmy GQ out of here. And Bill didn't want that because Bill had been toiling and Bill had been prepping and planning for a day without Tom Brady. And by all accounts, Jimmy Garoppolo was the heir apparent. But uh, Kraft sided with Brady. Is how it went down, and I think that is is really uh, part of the acrimony. I think that it became obvious with the Jimmy Garoppolo piece. I think it became obvious with the Alex Guerrero piece, and it, there's other things that I feel that are coming out though. Um, I think Tom Brady is in an avocado cult. I think Tom Brady is in an avocado Uggs based cult. You know, to be that great, you have to be a little bit of a different cat. You know, to be that singularly focused, you have to be a little weird. You know, you see also that there's great cut-ups of, like, 
all the uh, histrionics that Odell Beckham does on the sidelines and how Tom Brady does the exact same thing. Tom Brady is a special dude, and I mean special dude. Okay, I don't know if it's maybe the avocados. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the sleep chamber that he's in. Maybe it's all that good stuff he's getting from Alex Guerrero. But he's a different kind of cat, and we're hearing a little bit more about this. Uh, Josh McDaniels, his father, apparently was screaming at him from uh, the stands of a recent game. Basically that he's an a-hole. That was in this article as well. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Yeah, I think Bill Belichick and Tom Brady will ultimately still be together. Like this poll question I have up on Twitter right now, 71% of you say yes, Bill and Tom will both be with the Patriots in 2018. And I agree with you. I agree with the 71% of you, okay? I, you know, my second response would be that Bill is the only one that could leave. Bill is the only one that could leave. And, And here's why I wouldn't put it past you. And I'm going to give you a couple of reasons, and, and, and it may not be what you're thinking. You know, it's always, there's always been the question, like, who needs who more? Did Brady need Belichick or did Belichick need Brady, right? Because Belichick was a coach well, with Cleveland for one day. He was a coach with the Jets, right? So could he do it without him? And, 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 and I think for guys like Belichick, that always burns, right? Like, could you do it without the, the, that, that star to, to prove that it was really you? That it was really you all behind it all, behind the dynasty, behind the success. So I think that that is a little bit there. You hear rumors about the New York football Giants. We're also hearing today there were reports that Nick Saban is not interested in the Giants. And remember, I'm going to rank all these openings on tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. The Giants are not the top one, but they're not the bottom one either. Um, and so maybe Belichick sees an opening there. It has been reported by, you know, close personal friends and yada 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 but here's the thing I think that Belichick sees the end with Tom Brady you know this guy is 40 years old right so I I think that Belichick if anybody is going to leave it will be Belichick I don't think Belichick is going to leave because winning is a great deodorant and the Patriots are still, you know, one of the favorites to win. They will be a favorite to win the Super Bowl every year that Tom Brady is there, right? So, but here's the thing. I think the problem is that I think the Patriots will lose both their offensive and their defensive coordinators this season. Okay, Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator, has been linked to the Detroit Lions job. Um, that's kind of like a slow burn. They can't really probably announce it because Patricia is, you know, with the Patriots still and they are still competing for the Super Bowl. And it looks like Josh McDaniels is a very uh, kind of hot candidate. He's been linked to the Giants job. He's been linked to a couple of others as well. McDaniels has been a head coach in the league before. And I think that if um, McDaniels and Patricia leave – that's going to be interesting to see how the Patriots respond to that. You know, we talk about is it Bill, is it Brady? You know, those are some coordinators who have been there for a while and have been successful. I think that could be an issue which could also accelerate maybe Bill Belichick, you know, cashing in his chips now. Maybe you cash in your chips a year early rather than a year late because you couldn't replace the quarterback a year early rather than a year late. Maybe you cash in your chips when you know Brady's turning 41 and you don't have the heir apparent. Maybe you cash in your chips when you know you're losing your offensive coordinator, you're losing your defensive coordinator. I don't think he's, I don't think he's been on this for a while because if he was what he would have done was traded Jimmy Garoppolo to the Giants and then coached the Giants right but here's why I'm really excited about this potential whether it happens or not it's going to happen eventually much like the Trump administration 
where now when people are leaving, now they're giving a, uh, you know, uh, their accounts of what was going on on the inside behind the curtain, if you will. You know, we see this book fire and fury out. Bannon wants to have his say. Regardless of what you think about the administration there, right? And I think if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know what speeds the spitting statistician thinks. But I'm excited for, for the palace intrigue of the New England Patriots to finally come out. Wouldn't it be great when in two years, Bill Belichick writes the book about the deflator? Won't it be great? When Josh McDaniels in 10 years gets to in an interview because he's not with the Patriots anymore, but he's the successful head coach of the New York Giants, who he's delivered a Super Bowl to in the year 2021. Won't it be great when he gives an interview about what was really on the Spygate tapes? About how many PSI Tom Brady really needed. About why Alex Guerrero needed to be there to give Tom Brady, you know, the good avocados. I think that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in this eventually breaking up so we could go behind the curtain, you know, and see, you know, why the NFL destroyed the tapes at Spygate. To see why Tom Brady destroyed his phone. As part of that investigation, I'm excited for the acceleration of the palace intrigue. If you whip me on that on the fantasy freestyle on the YouTube stream, hit me up in the chat. Let me know what you're thinking about that. I also want to know on the chat what you're thinking if you're a five star recruit and you have the option of being the man somewhere else and still be on TV. But instead, you sign to uh, a school where you know you have two people already ahead of you and you're only going to get one year of playing time. Hit me up on the chat as we, uh, you know, on the Fantasy Sports YouTube chat, Fantasy Freestyle popping off with the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher. Even after the playoffs, we're still here talking, okay? We're putting the fun and functional sports radio here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So that's what I'm intrigued about, okay? Maybe when Jimmy Garoppolo's agent... You know, links up with the guy. Remember the two fired equipment guys from New England? What happens when they all, you know, right there tell all? Kind of like Fire and Fury that came out on bookshelves apparently everywhere last week when I was away in Asia. That's what I'm thinking. In the next segment, we're going to find out what you guys are thinking on the YouTube stream as well. What we're also going to talk about is, uh, quite frankly, our boy LeVar Ball is back in the news. We're going to play what Steve Kerr had to say about him and why he's still, you know, I still think he's crazy like a fox. We'll talk about if he should be covered by news outlets, if he should be in the news for anything, and if he's really doing a smart job here staying in the news. I also want to hear from you guys. We'll hear from the Stats Overbeat Cypher on the YouTube chat. If you want to holler at your boy, Speed's the stat- Spitting Statistician, the state genius, the number to call is 844 844- 843-6879 if you're not doing anything else go on over to DKMS you can always learn about how you can help the fight against blood cancer you could be a bone marrow donor you could be a blood donor as the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and DKMS we are still collaborating to raise awareness about how you can help the fight against blood cancer when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle we're talking big baller brand and I want to hear what you guys are thinking in the chat room about like I said the national championship and these five star recruits and the drama in New England, 70% of you say that Bill and Tom will both be a bit the Patriots. We'll find out. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Fantasy Freestyle. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and stream it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. You know what it is. Speed's the spitting statistician here on the Fantasy Freestyle and the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network holding you down on a Tuesday down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery. we got my boy Chris Bavona, Big Danny there on the YouTube chat. A lot of people talking about uh, Patriots drama. We're going to get into that in a little bit. See what you people are saying. See if I agree with the hashtag stats over beat cipher. But I wanted to get into this story real quick. Listen, LeVar Ball keeps himself in the news. You know, if you believe that no no uh no news is bad news, you know, and public public relations, you know, is just staying in the vernacular, in the lexicon. Boy, does LeVar Ball do a good job of this. The last thing that happened though is LeVar Ball popped off about Luke Walton, the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers are still toiling at the bottom of the Western Conference, even with his son Lonzo, the number two overall pick, and my guy, the other rookie, Kyle Kuzma. Here's what he said about Luke Walton. He says, quote-unquote, that's a good team, but nobody wants to play for him, him being Luke Walton. I can see it. No high fives when they come out of the game. People don't know why they're in the game. He's too young. He's too young. He ain't connecting with them anymore. You can look at every player. He's connect. He's not connecting with not one player. So basically, LeVar saying that the head coach of his son's team, this is not a high school team in Chino Hills. This is the Los Angeles Lakers we're talking about, saying that he's not connecting. A lot of people have come out and said, like Kyle Kuzma came out. Other players said, you know, that this is really kind of drawing the line there. I think Lonzo is the only person that could really shut LeVar up. But what's interesting is how other people have really reacted. Um, Stan Van Gundy has, you know, reacted to this, saying that like Lavar should not be covered, and 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 they're kind of questioning the media. Like, why is the media offering Lavar Ball this platform to continue to like critique coaches? You know, so other coaches are going to step up for coaches. It's kind of like that fraternity, you know. So Stan Van Gundy did. Rick Carlisle said, I think that like. Uh, teams should revoke the press passes of news organizations that cover LeVar Ball. And I think that's a little bit crazy. But I, I hear what you're doing. You know, you know, like, why give this guy the platform? And then, interestingly enough, Steve Kerr also had some interesting things to say about this. This is, I believe, from 95.9 The Game out there in the Bay Area. Listen to what Steve Kerr, this was at the press conference last night when someone asked him a little bit about LeVar Ball. Let's uh, play that now, yeah, Bavona. This question was coming, so I haven't prepared for it, but... Um, this is, uh, this is the world we live in now. Um, you know, I was thinking about ESPN and, and, uh, you know, they, they laid off, I don't know, hundred people. How many people did they lay off over the last year? Well over More? 100. Well over a hundred. Um, many of whom were really talented journalists covering the NBA, um, and, um, so we, you know, and this is not an ESPN 
judgment. It's a societal thing more than anything. But, um, you know, where we're going is we're going away from covering the game and we're getting closer to just sensationalized news. And um, it's not even news, really. It's just um, complete nonsense. Um, but if you package that uh, irrational nonsense with some uh, glitter and some ribbon, people are going to watch. Um, so you know, I've talked to, to uh, people in the media this year. I said, why do, you, why do you guys have to cover that guy? They say, well, we don't want to. Nobody wants to, but our, our bosses tell us we have to um, because of the ratings, because of the readership. So somewhere, that, um, I guess it's in Lithuania, LeVar Ball is laughing at all of us. People are eating out of his hands for no apparent reason other than, you know, he's become like the Kardashian of the NBA or something, and, and that sells, and that's what is true in politics and entertainment and now in sports. Uh, So there you have it. Listen, and, and I think, you know, he calls him the Kardashian of the NBA. But I, I got to tell you something. I agree with him. It's this overall sensationalism. He talked about it in politics. He talked about it in entertainment. He talked about it in sports. This idea that you're not actually even covering the action. You're covering the kind of like snapshot reality tabloid magazine kind of stuff because that's what gets clicks. That's what gets likes. That's what gets follows these days. You know, and, and the other thing he said that I agree with, to be quite honest, LeVar Ball is probably laughing at all of us. You know, he's, he's sly like a fox. Everything he's done, people say is crazy, but it's kind of worked out just fine for him. You know, I mean, $495 pairs of sneakers. Them joints are selling. You know, uh, he was talking about where Lonzo was going to wind up. That's where Lonzo wound up with the Lakers. Perfect for the brand. You know, he's taking the little the the middle two, the middle son and the lower son, Leangelo Lamelo. They're in Lithuania, but you know it's keeping them in the news. And now they're that team is pulling out of the Baltic League to play in what's called the Big Baller Brand Challenge Games, and they're gonna get. And, and to be honest, they had to avoid the NCAA anyway. The kids stole like Gucci or Louis Vuitton, whatever it was, on their trip abroad. They have to avoid the NCAA. How are you still an amateur if you're getting $300 a pair for your sneakers? So, smart move by LeVar. And now, nothing, nothing, the kids are playing against men. Remember when other kids, uh, other kids have done this instead of going to college, going to international ball? Like, this is a smart move. They're just doing it in a better branded way. So I'm not against this. I understand this. He gets to play against men. They get to build their brand. They get to avoid the NCAA. He's, he's, he's in the news. But I agree with this Kardashian analogy, you know. We want to just cover the bright, shiny thing. That's why, instead, I encourage you to... Listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, because we put the fun in functional sports radio, but we also cover that meat and potatoes that helps you win your leagues and win that cash. But what I want to do is go to the hashtag stats over beat cipher, because we got our boy Danny in the pit of misery down there in the fantasy pit of misery. And, yo, we finally got a new Dilly Dilly commercial, by the way, for Bud Light, when my man is, like, transforming everything into cases of Bud Light. And that is, like, the superpower he doesn't want. You know, he doesn't want fame and fortune or immortality. He just wants more Bud Light. I'm into that. But uh, Danny, down there in the fantasy pit of misery, you've been monitoring the YouTube stream, and you said that in the chat, 
we got some good ones. Are we talking about are we talking about the national championship and the high school recruits? Are we talking about the Patriots drama? Are we talking about LeVar Ball? What are they talking about in the chat room? This is the freestyle, right? So this is the fantasy freestyle. This is the freestyle portion of the show. Because honestly, guys, my, my, my stats overbeat Cypher. You know, when it was football season, the phone lines at 844-843-6879 would light up day by day, right? People want to ask questions, dilly dilly. After the football season, I feel like I feel used. I feel used. But it is a fantasy freestyle, so we could talk about anything. Whatever the chat room wants to talk about, Speed's the spitting statistician, the stable genius is ready to talk about it. That's why we call it the freestyle. So what are the people talking about in the chat room, Danny? Are they talking about Patriots drama or uh, something else? It's uh, it's actually a little bit all over the place. I right, figured I'd give you kind of the, the best little snippets. What do we got? Things. So uh, that's tough. I had, to, I had to mention this. That's tough. Said I haven't watched you since I lost week 16. But they're back, I guess. So but they're good, back, right? I guess so. That means they're watching today. The question is, ha- holler back at them and be like, will you watch again? All right. You know, the thing is, listen, I mean, I'm glad that you haven't came since you lost, you know, because we're going to be here 12 months a year. Okay, we put the fun and functional sports radio. I'll give you what you need in uh, to bet, you know, wild card to division weekends, all the football games. After football, what we're going to do is day by day, we're going to get you ready for baseball. I'm going to be giving team previews. And last year in my team by team previews, I said the Houston Astros would be in the World Series. Last year in my team by team previews, I said put money on Jose Altuve as the AL MVP. So you want to tune in for these sorts of things. So we got to find out if he's going to be back, if he's liking the show, stuff like that. What else are people saying? All right, so we got uh, we actually have a couple of comments about the manimal downstairs. Sitting, oh yeah, sitting, sitting right next to me. Yeah, uh, we got uh, strong style ninja says manimal is is uh, rough riding for life. Yeah, DMX was on that. <laughs> we had a little Swiss beats coming in today on the fantasy freestyle. That's the thing with hashtag stats over beats, right? Not only is the freestyle, not only from the fantasy pit of misery, can you throw me any topic and I will be ready on the freestyle, but we got the stats over beats. We got the hip hop. We got bobbing your head because the neck knows what's up. A lot of people like the beats that my guy, the manimal is dropping. We had some DMX. We had some drag on Swiss beats coming in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What else are they saying about our guy, uh, the manimal? Actually, uh, that's it for Manimal. Everyone's okay. agreeing that he's, he's riding rough or rough riding. Rough riding. <laughs> um, but also from Ninja, we got uh, Brady put Jimmy G in the pit of misery. So apparently yes. he's down here with us somewhere. All right. Yeah, I hear that. Jimmy G, you know who loves Jimmy G is our guy Chris Ventra. Chris oh, Ventra. Loves- it's your boy, the analyst, Chris Ventra. And I still have yet to hear Chris Ventra's first uh, soiree into the uh, freestyle game. I hear it was legendary, but I hear that I'm not allowed to hear it and critique it until Ventra is back in that chair to defend himself. That, that's, that seems very fair. Okay. <laughs> and that's going to be on Thursday's edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. What else are, uh, what else are people saying? Uh, we got uh, from Graham. It says he said, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Bill, Abel- with Bill Belichick. Sorry, that was tongue-twister. Right. Uh, but, but I hope it involves the Giants. Yeah, a lot of people think that it could be. I understand it, you know, wanting to go to another uh, blue chip stable class franchise. I understand it because of the connections with Bill Parcells. I understand it because he used to be a coach on this staff. Thanks, Danny, down there in the pit of misery. Let me know if we get anything else really good. I also want to give a shout-out to Clayton Trahan, who always responds to our polls, whether it is the football season, fantasy football season or not. Remember, the poll question is, will Bill will 
Will Bill and Tom both be with the Patriots in 2018? 70% say, of course they will. Clayton Trahan says, not only that, Kraft has the money to keep both Patricia and McDaniels as well. Don't be shocked if we see all of them together in 2018. I think McDaniels is gone. I think Patricia is gone. And I think that could be an underlying factor is to if anybody's going to go, Bill Belichick may go as well. When we come back, we put a nice little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Coming right back. Fantasy Freestyle. If you can backlog this talent at defensive line, at cornerback, at running back, at wideout, at quarterback, why can't Nick Saban go and get a kicker that can be rock solid? This kid, Pop Kustis, whatever his name was, missing not one but two and shanking them. Kudos to Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Maybe they can now go play my guys at the University of Central Florida, the undefeated Golden Knights, who, in my opinion, deserve a share of the national title. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle, where the manimals still making the head bob as we come back in. Hashtag stats over beats on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Nobody does it quite like Speeds the Spitting Statistician, the stable genius on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, hey, manimal, we had Danny down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery. I need the manimal for a hot second. Tomorrow, I'm thinking about uh, making our poll question be what should we do to move on from Ted Finn Jr.? Uh, what should Studio 34 do? You know, like, should we have a new fish? Should we get a new different kind of animal? Should we just, like, never get another animal? Or, you know, what What do you think the options for the poll should be, Bavona? Well, I th- I'm not against getting uh, the idea of getting another So getting fi- another fish. Getting another option, fish. Right? Getting another fish. Getting another fish that's not a beta, Ooh, which getting another, Ted Finn was. Okay, getting another species of fish. Getting another species. So, like, getting another beta fish, getting another kind of fish. Right. What okay. about something like a Venus flytrap? Oh, getting like a plant. Yes. <laughs> something that's just a little bit easier a to take plant. care of. <laughs> okay. But, so, but like, yeah, but like, listen, it's one thing to get a plant. It's yeah. another thing to get a Venus flytrap. Oh, you're, you're stuck on this Venus flytrap, huh? I think it'd be kind of cool for our, uh, no, no, for no, our studio there. Him, but you know, you know someone's going to get their hand caught yeah, in the Venus The other thing, trap. Danny really wants a dog. And I'm going to tell you right no. now, Danny, I've had a dog now for the past five months. I want no Do dog. you really, he, really want to have a dog? I want no part of the Fantasy Sports Network dog. I'm allergic. I'm allergic. I cannot be See? I cannot be in this confined space that is Studio 34 with the dog. And then the we'll hair get will get over everything. Nah, I can't have a dog be in the pole. What we're going to have is get another beta fish, get another kind of fish, get a plant. I don't know if we'll specify Venus flytrap. And then what about I guess, some like, the like fourth lizard. option should be just like nothing, right? Like no, a never, lizard. I think never we should get a lizard him. or something. What's that? A lizard. A lizard. All right. All right, so get another fish, get another animal, get a plant, or do nothing. I like it. Those are the options tomorrow, okay? So tune in tomorrow to the Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to be talking about how do we adequately replace Ted Finn Jr., or if we do it at all. Okay, and then tomorrow on tomorrow's show, what I'm also going to do is at the beginning of the week, there were six head coach openings in the NFL. Two of them have been filled, John Gruden in Oakland, and you also have – 
Matt Nagy in Chicago. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rank all six of the jobs that were out there. There was Oakland. There was Chicago. There was the Arizona Cardinals, the New York Football Giants, the Detroit Lions, and the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to rank all of them in terms of what I think are the most attractive and tell you why and tell you the kinds of coaches that each of those teams are going to go after. I'm also going to tell you what I think. Remember Vivona? I used to always talk a lot about player safety in the NFL as we put the fun and functional sports radio I also talked a lot about medical marijuana and how they're changing, trying to go there instead of some of the pain pills and the Toradol and getting shot up. Well, I want to bring this back into focus because I think that the NFL is going down a very slippery slope, especially in the playoffs. And my case in point, my Exhibit A, is the injury that happened to Cam Newton in the wild card round. They said that Cam Newton had an eye injury, but he had his visor on. So what? How did he get poked in the eye? How did he get an eye injury? You know the kind of injury he had that was an eye injury? It was one where he lost his balance and his equilibrium. Equilibrium because it wasn't an eye injury. It was a head injury, but they couldn't bring him to the dark, quiet room because it was the playoffs and they couldn't lose their former MVP quarterback. I'm going to talk about how the concussion protocol hangs over the NFL playoffs as a dark cloud and the potential for disaster in the next couple of weeks that I really think the NFL is going to have to confront and they're not going to be able to call it an eye injury when Tom Brady has to go into the tent in the AFC championship game. But enough about that for now. We'll talk about that more tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speed the Spitting Statistician. I'm the stable genius right here. I'll see you tomorrow.